Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton. It's time for lunch with a coach. Each and every Monday, we talk with Brian Irwin, two-time state championship high school coach of the Lamarck Cougars. Uh, Brian uh, graduated from Texas. Uh, he and I have known each other from, since school. Uh, very happy to have him be a part of the program. Also thankful uh, for our sponsor, Laura Baker, uh, a realtor there in the Austin area of Keller Williams. We appreciate her very much. Brian, I, I tell you what, uh, I'm sitting here looking at uh, the game on on uh, Friday night. You were in the audience there. Uh, mm -hmm. We all, I think, saw the same thing. The Longhorns just kind of beat the you-know-what out of Texas Tech and the Red Raiders. Mm -hmm. It Maybe after the first quarter when it was 10-7, yeah. The Red Raiders had a fighting chance, but the very first play of the second quarter, Jaden Blue takes it 60-plus yards, and it's 17-7. to And Texas Tech didn't cross midfield again the entire night. No. Uh, you were there. Uh, tell folks what you thought of the atmosphere and, and what you saw from the game, uh, if you don't mind. I'm glad you bring that up, the atmosphere. It was – I've been to a lot of fun games at night there, and and uh, some of them I was working at, some of them I was able to enjoy it, and and th this was right up there at the top. The atmosphere that that CDC has created, and, and that football team has created, and the fans have created, and the student body has created, it's unbelievable. Um, the night game, the lights, the drones, the the fireworks, the crowd. I mean, it, the way that the stadium's designed. I mean, you just Packed in there. I mean, you, I mean, it's just you're packed and and it's loud. Uh, there's a ton of excitement. Um, uh, just the crowd noise was unbelievable. I don't think Tech had a chance. I mean, I, they just didn't have a chance. We we engulfed them. Uh, the crowd, the team, uh, they 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 were just hit with an avalanche, and and we suffocated them pretty quickly. You know, yeah, they got a little life. They breathed a little oxygen after they got that kickoff return and went down and scored. Uh, to cut it to three, but but very quickly we suffocated them again, and and uh, uh, this team just continues to improve, and that's what I like about it. Yeah, you mentioned they they continue to improve. What do you mean by that? I mean, what what did you see in particular, Brian? I'm just seeing, you know, better execution. We're you know on the offensive side, we're running the football. Yeah, there's still flaws. We're still, you know, look at them like wow, you know, we just kicked the mess out of Texas Tech, the mess out of them. And we kicked five field goals. You know, like I told my son, I mean, you take three or four of those and turn them into touchdowns, you're looking at 12 to 16 more points on top of 57. Um, so, um, yeah, there's things we can do better. But the, you just get the feel we're, we're, we're getting better and better. We're getting more confident. We're executing. Defense is getting faster and faster, in my opinion, uh, both with pass rush and breaking on, on routes, uh, minimizing yards after the contact. Our special teams, wow. I mean, Sanborn, Auburn, five for five, getting school records, uh, kickoff returns. Uh, the one kickoff coverage that we, we let them bust up there, you know, to midfield, that was a that was a negative. So do we still have things to work on? Can we still become a better football team? Yes. There's still time to become a better football team. And we we need to get better this week and 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 then hopefully, you know, going into what's after that. But as an old high school football coach, this is, this is I've said it. This is the time of year you have to get better and better and better each and every week. You you can't stay the same. You stay the same. You're going home. If you keep getting better, and your opponent gets stagnant and they get tired of playing ball and they get tired of working hard and they get tired of practicing and they're ready for basketball season, whatever it is, 
that's when that's how you beat them. So so improvement is still critical this time of year. Uh, and, and I do I, I agree with you. They better execution overall. Uh, they stopped the run virtually. I mean, uh, Taj yeah. Brooks, quite a player, uh, just a bowling ball that doesn't want to be tackled. Uh, but Texas did. I mean, to use Sark's term, they populated the football. Mm-hmm. They, they limited his uh, success. But to your point, Brian, I thought the difference in this game than maybe any game I've seen Texas play in I don't know how long, they it felt like it was – you used the term avalanche. I mean, it it, it was like Katie barred the door on the quarterback. Yeah. I mean, they were like, all over him. It was like we, it was one-on-one pass rush segment in practice. You know, we were just teeing off, and the pocket was collapsing, compressing space on the quarterback – Morton ends uh, he ends up on his back. I don't know how many times um, we were sitting dead red on their out routes. Our corners were, were squatting. They weren't afraid of being run past by their receivers. So we're contesting um, those curl routes, those out routes, and and you know even the shallow routes. You know on, on the fourth down play, I think it was Anthony Hill made that fantastic play on the shallow on like fourth and one. You know, and they complete the shallow, yet we still tackling for a no yard gain. So uh, just just really contesting throws and and uh, minimizing yards after the catch. Uh, Pete Kwiatkowski and his group uh, looked like they played a little bit different. You mentioned the corners coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Their progress over the last you're, – you're, you're a former coach, so how does it go from almost the Texas defense two years ago, a laughing stock, mm-hmm. last year more respectable, this year – I mean. Brian, they're number one in the country in third down defense. It's crazy. Right? I mean, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, what what are your thoughts uh, in how that process? I mean, is it just players getting older and development? Is it the consistency? Because Sark talks a little bit, and I do think this is important. Mm-hmm. How he's had the same coaches now on defense mm-hmm. all three years. Yeah. And so everybody's great. knowing what's what's supposed to happen in. You're getting that depth roll out there. What What do you think that Pete Kwiatkowski's job and and what he's done thus far? It's a lot of continuity, like you talked about. But I, I would think two things come to my mind when when you mention that is is number one belief and the players believing in, in their coaches and believing in the system and believing in themselves and believing in their teammates and and having that, the trust factor of everybody's going to fit where they're supposed to fit, do their job. Uh, so I think that belief. Uh, piece is, is there and then just good old-fashioned hard work. It takes a lot of hard work to go from where we were this time last year on third downs to where we are now. And and you you, you combine a lot of belief with a lot of work. Well, we always say success is spelled W-O-R-K. You know, don't tell your English teacher that, but success is spelled W-O-R-K. We, we have to work and we have to work hard and we have to outwork our opponent. And, you know, the same same is true with situational football. If we're, we're going to get better at third downs – then we've got to work at third downs and, and we got to put a lot of emphasis on that. You know, if we're going to get better in red zone, we got to work at it and uh, we have to believe in the plan and we have to work uh, extremely hard practice film room, uh, you know, live stuff. And then, and then you got to go out and execute on the game. Yeah. I, I tell you what, whatever it is, it's working uh, because PK had those uh, preseason goals, third and fourth down, get after the quarterback better. And, and, and increase takeaways, mm-hmm. success, success, success yeah. uh, through the regular season. Texas ends up 11-1 and one in part yeah. because of that, Brian. I mean, yeah. just a, 
Like what great ready. vision on his part, you know, great vision on his and Sark's part, knowing in the offseason, recognizing what they needed to do and, and going out and working extremely hard at, at doing it. Got it. Uh, Bart, before we uh, talk, take on the offense and special teams, which uh, uh, Brian said was special, I agree. Uh, this person's special as well. Her name is Laura Baker. She's with mm -hmm. Keller Williams Realty. Uh, she's, if not the best, one of the best realtors in the Austin uh, area with decades of experience and decades of knowledge of Austin. So anywhere in and around the Austin area, if you want an expert, go to Laura. Uh, call her at 512-784-0505 or email her at laura at andyallenteam.com. That's laura at andyallenteam.com. You might even get to talk a little uh, Longhorn football with her. Uh, she is a devout fan. Hey, uh, Brian, we mentioned the offense and the five uh, field goals. Well, Bert Auburn... Let's start with the positives. Five field goals, one of them a 54-yarder. I mean, yeah. it's starting to – this is starting to, to – I mean, if he hits one more, he's going to have 20 in a row. Mm. I mean, that's just absolutely ridiculous for a college kicker to be – I mean, he just turned it around. How how does a kicker turn it around like that midseason after kind of starting off kind of meh at, yeah. at best? I, I don't know. I mean, I um, <laughs> I don't have an answer for it other than he's got – we, we've got to also count the deep – excuse me, the short snapper, uh, the holder, the protection, the timing from from snap to hold to kick. Uh, all those things play a factor into it, which now that comes down to coaching, you know. And and uh, But as far as the kick itself, uh, that's Bert Auburn. And, and he's taking care of business during the week. He's taking care of business mentally, uh, physically. Um, I'm sure he's getting – well coached, uh, probably by an individual kicker. I don't know who, who who coaches them individually, but most of those specialists have other guys on the side. So uh, uh, he's taking care of business. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Uh, and then a guy, I, I, I want to mention this, the offense part, partly sputtered in the red zone, mm -hmm. uh, though, again. Uh, but the run game was a focal point, and Quinn kind of loosened up early with some early routes. Not only to Xavier Worthy, but also got JT Sanders involved and Jordan Whittington involved yeah, early. And what did you think of the offense overall? I thought we looked really sharp early. Um, like you said, mixing it up, mixing it up, spreading it out, getting uh, a Jay with the ball, JT the ball, Xavier the ball in a number of different ways, both uh, intermediate and some short things that he could catch and run with. Um, and then, and then the running game, you know, uh, was was really good. All nine. I, I really like watching. I, I like the progress of what I'm seeing out of Jaden Blue. Uh, can flat out fly. The speed that he possesses is incredible. He's got a burst. Uh, so you combine him with, um, you know, what we're doing with CJ and, and uh, Saving Red had a good run. Um, so the offensive line is gelling. You know, we've got good solid running backs. And and uh, I like the way our offense is, is not, don't, like you said, the only thing we've got to do better, we, we've got to quit bogging down. And the, in the red zones or even this game, you know, maybe right outside the red zone. Uh, we took a few too many sacks, got us in second long, third long, a uh, handful of times. Uh, but the beautiful thing is, it's just like he's done all year, Auburn's come in and made those kicks when we need to make those kicks because you miss them. It, it, it's still a ball game, you know, and 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 you're not racking up points and you're not, you're not getting points out of, out of great situations. Even when we get that fumble, deep in their own territory, you know, we just bogged down offensively and, and ended up getting a field goal, but at least you got to take your points. Yep. Um, all right. I'm going to ask you something a little different than I, I normally do, Brian. 
Give me a give me an MVP of this team on offense and defense in this game. Is there any one player, or is it a position, or what is it? Um, I think um, I would Xavier. I'd say Xavier and or uh, Jay Witt. Uh, both of them play real. Jay Witt uh, blocked fantastic. Also, some some things you may can see on TV, you may not can see on TV, but I really saw him doing some wonderful things blocking. But some of the plays he made in the passing game, and then and then Xavier being very very versatile. You know, as a as a RPO type guy, whether it's in the flat or whether it's a glance route or or, or an intermediate route. And uh, I think those two guys, other than maybe you know an offensive lineman or two, those are the guys that stick out to me. Yeah, I was thinking the offensive line might get it too, I mean, because Texas was able to run and throw. I mean, yeah. uh, yes, they gave up some sacks, but I'm not so sure that wasn't just Quinn uh, eating the ball a little bit. Hey, um, what about on defense? What do you think? Uh, who do you think deserves the MVP there? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. You know, you, you want to give the the whole offensive line, I, the whole defensive line, just, I mean, we, the, the the way we engulf the line of scrimmage and engulf the quarterback and just compress space and just took the air out of everything, their quarterback had no chance. I mean, we, he dropped back to pass. And um, all year long, you know, we've had one guy, you know, Sorrell or Burke, you know, put a little pressure on the quarterback coming off one of the edges, and then we're pushing with our DTs. This game, it seemed like we were just – it just – I mean, like an avalanche, you know, around the quarterback. He had no time. So our D line, uh, you know, our front seven, then our corner, man, our corners played so well, you know, and especially after Watts went out, I was a little bit worried there. Um, it's hard to pick one guy on defense because defensively, we're just, we were flying around. The team speed was, we, we had our legs. And, 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 and like going, even going back to your first question, the, the atmosphere, uh, the energy. Uh, the team was just so fast and furious. Uh, it, it was just uh, – it was fun to see. It was fun to see us play defense like that with that much uh, confidence. You know, Michael Taft doing what he does and and and, and Catalan even getting in and making a play or two. So, um, there's no way I could pick one defensive guy. But it, was, right. it was just too fast. I mean, the whole team was flying. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. That, that, I mean, because I mean, we say offense is about execution. Defense is about being a team. is is a very much a team sport. Yeah, I mean, everybody has a a role, right, that they have to fit. And truly, the weakest chain in that that link can, uh, or weakest link in that chain can break break it open. So, yeah, uh, good stuff there, Brian. All right, um, I want to ask you next about uh, uh, Arch Manning, uh, because I'm sure you heard the roar. 
mm-hmm. of the crowd, mm-hmm. uh, watched him perform, stayed till the end, et cetera. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts about the young freshman out of New Orleans, Louisiana? He's going to be good. <laughs> he's going to be good. Uh, we just got to wait. We had our time, and and uh, I can't – I mean, he's, he's outstanding. His release, he, he's just got a beautiful passing motion. It's fast. It's quick. Um, it's not long. Uh, Quinn's gets a little long. You know, sometimes I still think he carries the ball a little low, but that's where well, you're not changing him at this point. Um, I just think Arch is very efficient with his throwing motion. He's so athletic with his legs. I mentioned last week or the week before, I, I wouldn't mind seeing some red zone stuff with him doing some zone option, uh, things, uh, especially you get down closer to the goal line when everything condenses. That's when you need to build in some quarterback um, zone read type things, you know, like the old, you know, Russell Wilson day, you know, you know, that's what Seattle used to do with Russell Wilson. They're not going to run uh, with the football, but once they get inside the red zone, everything changes. Uh, but uh, his feet, his legs, his athleticism, his ability to throw the ball, he's confident. Um, he, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Is there, what did you think? I mean, the, the thing that I go back on and I was talking with somebody today um, and what I said to them is how often do you see a true freshman in their second series lead a team on an eight-minute drive? Yeah. The poise yeah. it takes, yeah. the confidence and the competence, both, uh, to get that done, completed mm-hmm. a third down, completed a fourth down. Uh, your, your, your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts, uh, it made my night. I know it made a lot of Longhorn fans night. Just, just seeing him, Bill, seeing play. I've been waiting for him to play. You know, we we thought he should have played maybe three weeks ago, and uh, then two weeks ago, and and just getting to see him play. But yeah, converting third downs, you know, moving the moving the chains with his feet, uh, making some tough intermediate throws. Um, it, you know, his 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 and doing it with number twos. I don't know what Tech had on the field. I can't remember what they were doing. You know, with with their starters. They still had their ones out there. Did they? Yeah. Um, I know we, you know, we had most of our twos out there, so uh, very impressive. Um, it's going to be going to be exciting, and, and our quarterback position is in good hands. All right, I've got a couple questions for you about Oklahoma State, but I, I want to say thank you to our sponsor one last time. Uh, again, if you're thinking about moving to, from, or within uh, the Austin area, give Laura Baker at Keller Williams a shout. She's been doing this for a couple of decades. Knows Austin as well or better than anybody. That's 512-784-0505. Or if you want to shoot her a quick email, reach out to her at laura at andyallenteam.com. We appreciate you, Laura, for your sponsorship of On Texas Football and lunch with the coach in particular. All right, Brian, uh, we're now looking at a team that is 11-1, and and they're going to the playoffs. I mean, it may not be the college football playoff yet, but – the Big 12 championship is ahead, mm-hmm. and they still have that. I mean, that, that was their goal at the beginning of the season. The dream was the college football playoff. Both things now potentially in play for Texas. Yeah. Uh, standing in their way, of course, is Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they don't win that, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's all for naught. What, what do you think Sark and, and his message right now is to Texas uh, preparing as a prep for Oklahoma State? Let's keep doing the same things we've been doing to prepare. Um, um, we we can't uh, take anybody 
lightly. We have to take care of our business this week. Same same type of preparation we've had the last you know four or five or six weeks as we've been in this one game playoff. You know, six weeks ago after the Oklahoma game uh, to to get to the Big Twelve championship, uh, we had to do it one at a time after we got beat by Oklahoma. Uh, so just taking care of ourselves, keep the majority of the focus on ourselves and our preparation taking it one day at a time what's what's the most important thing we can do monday and let's have a great monday let's win monday and then we'll let's we'll worry about tuesday on tuesday uh, but let's win monday and let's let's prepare yes the, the we, we we've got to you know speed some things up with preparation just a tad um but you know let's keep doing what we're doing from a preparation standpoint um let's don't Put the cart before the horse. Let's 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 don't worry about. It. We can't control what Oregon does and what Washington does. And let's keep our goal is to win the Big Twelve championship. And when we wake up Sunday morning, we'll figure out what else is going on with the rest of the world. Let's let's prepare uh, to play our best football game. Let's 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 prepare to improve again this week in all three phases, and and go out and handle business against Oklahoma State. I, it's interesting because. I, I just thought about it. Texas had an opportunity to back into the Big 12 championship, right? Mm-hmm. If they didn't take care of business against Texas Tech, mm-hmm. well, Texas wouldn't have backed in because Iowa State beat Kansas State and yeah. both Oklahoma schools won. Yeah. And so taking care of business has to be priority one for this team. And it was on Friday. They came out and played like it, and it worked out. There, there was – I probably – Saturday night, there was no backing in. I mean, it was Friday. Like, yeah, yeah, Friday. Oh, excuse me, Friday. Friday yeah, yeah. night, it was on like, uh, I mean, it the tech had no chance. We there was no backing in by the Longhorns. It was we were ready to play. We were we had our legs, we were jazzed up, and we were ready to play. Got it. Hey, I, I want to ask you this. Uh, you've seen Oklahoma State, you know, Mike Gundy and, and what he's done over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he's been impressive this year, but but this Oklahoma State team. How does Texas go about and beat this team? Is it merely really focusing on stopping the run and Ollie Gordon and then putting points on the board on offense? Is it as simple as that? It's as simple as they are who they are. We are who we are. They, you know, we, we, we've got to make them try to beat us one-handed or left-handed. We know Ollie Gordon is, is their guy. But at the same time, I've watched them play quite a bit the last three or four weeks and, and uh, very impressed with the way Bowman Bowman is playing. I watched Bowman early on when he was at Tech. I saw him play a lot of football when my, my sons were out there. And uh, he can he can sling it. The kid can flat out throw football. And he has his, the days he was at Tech and, and now at Oklahoma State. He, he's a passer. He's a true passer. Um, Presley, the receiver, is as good as anybody in the Big 12. Um, and, and then you combine him with, with Ollie Gordon. But, but they are who they are. We know Ollie Gordon's their guy. Uh, but but at the same time, you know, Presley can beat you. And he can he's one of those guys that can beat you by having 12, 13, 14 receptions. Uh, he's that type of player. So uh, we, we know who they are. They they know who we are. We're going to try to make them beat us, you know, left hand. The bottom line is stop the run. You know, make, Presley and Bowman have to beat you. Uh, Ollie Gordon cannot beat us. Uh, and, and I know that, you know, with as good as we are stopping the run, we're, com- you know, we're, we're committed to, to being able to stop the run. We're not, we're not going to back off of that. We're not uh, going to change anything there. So, you know, let's, let's limit Ollie Gordon to 75, 80 yards and, um, and, and control him and minimize his explosiveness and then force Bowman to be, because now Bowman, one the other thing about him, I've watched him again for a long time, besides being a pure passer, he's, he'll turn it over. 
you put some pressure on him, he's going to turn it over. Uh, so, so we've got to be patient in that regard. He's going to make his plays because he's a gunslinger. He's going to make his plays downfield. They're going to have some big explosives in the passing game. Let's just let's just stone the run game. Let's make Bowman beat us. Got it. All right. Well, Brian, uh, I uh, I'm headed to, to Arlington this week. Uh, I hope to see you there. Longhorns uh, going to uh, Arlington and Jerry World, trying to win the Big Twelve championship. Uh, they won the last uh, Southwest Conference championship. Now, perhaps the last Big 12 championship uh, as well. Uh, Brian, uh, thanks for your time, not only this week, but all regular season long. We continue this as long as the Longhorns keep playing. Uh, so I'll see you next week. And uh, hopefully I can get you to join us one time uh, this week, this morning on one of the coffee and football shows as well, Brian. Awesome. I've enjoyed it, Bobby. And let's keep the train rolling. <laughs> That's right. Hook them, Brian. Take care, buddy.